This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, everybody? I am Ben Troop. This is another edition of 84 Reasons, No Games, No Gimmicks, Just Reasons. I always like when I get my next guest in. You know, I mean, I know he I know he ended up down there in Deerfield Beach, but he's from Georgia. So when we get them Georgia boys coming to Florida, live throwing your boy if, I, if I'm not right. If he going to have to, he gonna, but, you know, with the, with the O-line going to be one of the key cogs of this, not just 2022 team, but 2023 and moving forward, our next guest is going to have a lot to do with it. It is the great Baby face, but don't let the face fool you. I've seen him play football, people. He is mean on the field. The great David Connor. What's going on with you today, David? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, David, man, before we even get into it, Georgia boy, come to Florida to play high school ball, man. Talk about that transition. Uh, that transition was, was kind of crazy. I wouldn't say crazy, but, um, you know, me playing in Georgia, I wouldn't say Georgia's not real competitive, but the area I was in, it just wasn't what I was looking for, and I ain't feel like that was going to prepare me for the next level. And then I found Deerfield Beach, uh, and I saw a schedule where I can be faced to the top competition and pushed to my best abilities week in and week out. And uh, that happened. And then, so that was just a great change and uh, really preparing me for the next level. Now, you say uh, where you was at wasn't really giving you the competition most I mean, you know, you young boy, you know, 18 years old. Most most guys in high school will say, look, I got to deal with the competition. I mean, you in Atlanta, GA, those you don't know, Lathonia, it's just like a, a outskirt of Atlanta. You got Lathonia. I'm not even going to mention, because I respect them, I'm not going to mention the other the spots in Atlanta. I played with a cat from Lathonia. How long did it take you to realize that? I said, look, mom, look, look, daddy, look. I love where I'm at, but I think I'm, I might be better than those guys. I might, they're going to judge me based off of them. I want to be somewhere to where I'm, I'm, I'm a great player, but I'm out here with other great players. Uh, it really like my, my senior, going into my senior year that summer, and like the colleges I wanted wasn't really looking at me. And then I knew I was good, and I knew I was good enough to play the best college football. But it was just, I just needed that extra push. And then I found that in Deerfield Beach. And that's what happened. So, like, going into my senior years when I said, like, I need something new. Now, you committed to Dan Mullen, but you ended up, you know, with a new regime. Obviously, you're talking about Billy Napier. A lot of guys, a lot of people don't know this about college is what I might fit a scheme for one coach that my talent level might not fit the scheme for the new one. What was it about Billy Napier to let you know, look, man, I want to be a part of this offense? It was just, like, it was really just the way throughout the process he just made sure that I knew I was still a priority. And like he wanted me at the University of Florida. Uh like he was always calling me, talking to me. And um, you know, like, but like soon as it goes announced, he was in my he was on my phone and he was making sure I, I ain't go nowhere that I that I knew that he wanted me to be a Florida Gator. How important is that for you though? A lot of times when people hear big time recruit recruiting, you're gonna have a Nowadays, y'all, I mean, when people say slide in DMs, they're talking about coaches trying to talk to y'all players. Y'all got to be like, look, man, my recruitment is over with. But how much, how big of an impression did Billy Napier make on you saying as soon as they say the next head coach in the University of Florida, Billy Napier, he's calling your line saying, look, look, David, look, 
look, man, I know you ain't never met me before. I know you was getting recruited. I know I ain't recruit you the way, you know, those other guys did. But we still want you. We know you at Deerfield. We still want you to be a part of what we got going on in Gainesville. Right. That was just like, that was just really important because, you know, when, when when a coach you committed to get fired, like not just the coach, but that whole coaching staff, you don't really know what's next. And like I went through like a few weeks not talking to nobody from Florida. So like me, I'm just like, like what was in my head, I wanted to play at the University of Florida. So it was really just like as long as the University of Florida committed to me, I was committed up. So like it really never went through my head, decommit, none of that. But um it got to a point where like I didn't hear from nobody and I'm just like, I just gotta explore other options. But then once I got that phone call and he talked to me for a little bit, they flew down to come see me at the school. I'm like, oh yeah, this home for real. You know, I, I had an official that weekend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had, had a official that weekend? weekend. No, not not that weekend. It was like December. I had the official December 10th. And then like it was scheduled for Mullen and them. And so at one point I was just like, you know, other schools calling. I'm thinking like I ain't hit enough from Florida, so I might have to move somewhere around. Once I got that call, I was like, oh yeah, I'm coming. How much different would your perspective on college football, you still real young, still trying to find your footing, but you said, look, man, I wanted to play for Florida, and, and that's usually like most people recruiting process. We see, oh, I got 20 offers, but you go, bro. It's always a team you say, if this team come looking for me, they got me, and you said they came and got you, coach staff get fired, you saying, all right, I go like dark for three weeks, then what was it like when that 352 popped up on your phone? They was like, yo, Dave, you like, oh, what up, man? Y'all boys need to stop playing. Stop playing with my emotions, man. Y'all know I want to be in G-Man. That how, that how it was real, though, because I'm like, you go and reach out here from nobody from the school you committed to. It's just like they, the new staff going to want you. They're going to like you, what they see. Or, like, they're going to make you kick rocks. And like, once I got that phone call, like, actually, I don't even, yeah, once I got that phone call, Chopped it up with me for a little bit, and like I think the next day they was at my school. They flew down to see me, and then so like after that, after I saw like how how quick they jumped on it, mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, like they they on it for real. Like, Talking with the future future offensive line sensation David Connor. I don't know if he's six five, six six, six seven. He real tall though. He's really really tall in what he does. But David, man, the offensive line room, y'all got some boys up in there, man. Like y'all. I look at y'all as being the heart and soul of the team. Talk about the O-line room and saying, look, man, we got some guys that's really, really good at what they do and being able to learn that, learn behind those dudes. Uh, people like Richard Garage, Marco Tarquin, uh, Osiris Torrance, like they Kingsley, like they really like took me under their wing and like made sure that like I was getting the stuff and like say I'm slacking, not doing to, they make sure I know I'm slacking. Like Michael Tarkin ain't gonna let me slack. Like he gonna he gonna let me know, he gonna tell me what I need to do, he gonna get in me. And then so it's just like having somebody like that pushing you, and like having like a big brother role like that, that just make you go ten times harder. And like that just make you wanna be like them. Cause like they real good. And like that just make you wanna follow what they do so you can be like them one day. You talk about having that brotherhood, them guys taking you under their wing. You know, you do understand that look. I was always told with this, man, if I'm the starter, I'm preparing to be the starter, but I got to make sure that guy behind me is ready to step up. If I get hurt, you, I hope you understand. That's why they're going hard. They're saying, no, D, you got to be ready, man, at the drop of a dime. And 
This is what people don't know about college football. Just say, yeah, you can play offensive tackle. Outside of center, which which is a little different, you can play guard if need be. Like, hey, David, we might need to get you. Talk about being interchangeable because they, they don't really do that in high school. If you play tackle, they're going to let you play tackle. Yeah. In college, they're like, no, nah, bro, you got to know what the left guard do, the right guard. The left tackle, the right tackle, because if somebody goes down and you the next up, we got to get you, whether you six five, six six, we got to get you in there. Yeah, that just like, it just really make it like you got to be on top of your game for everything. Like, when you come into college, you just can't come in here like, I'm an offensive tackle. Like, you got to come in here, I'm an offensive lineman. Like, so anywhere they need you to play, you got to know what to do. You got to come out there and perform like, if you want to play. Now, David, man, everybody think they can play big-time football. Every From from on you to Deerfield, you've been here. What are you going to say to them boys now that say, look, man, this is grown man business. I don't know what they told y'all. I know y'all see me looking good when I, hey, man, you just slimmed down. Please tell these young boys, and listen, I'm not saying discourage them, but please tell them that you're making, you making a, a grown man decision when you sign that natural letter of intent. What I got to say is enjoy high school football. <laughs> like, when you in high school under that, it's a game. Like, you get to college, like, this your life. Like, you you do wrong, you mess with other folks' paychecks. Like, you mess with their paychecks, they ain't going to... You're going to be gone. So, like, enjoy, have your fun in high school. When you come to college, it's time for business. You mentioned Billy Napier earlier. You said once he became the head man in Florida, he already hit your line. I see how attention to detail he is from identity to discipline. Man, just talk about his approach, making sure, look, I want y'all to be the best, the most in shape team. I want y'all to know each other, but making sure that, look, I know y'all got the little sheet that say name, where he from, how many symbols he got. Talk about him making sure y'all boys really know each other, not just the X's and O's. I mean, like, Coach Napier is probably one of the most attention to detail and, like, hands-on coaches I've ever been around. Like, he wants you to know football, and he wants you to know who you're around. Like, because, like, we're going to be around each other in 365 days a year. And, like, if you don't know this person in the locker next to you, like, what you really doing? And, like, how you going to bond? And then, so, like, there'll be times... They run out David Busters. We had that time so just to go spend brotherly time together and like make sure we got that got that bond besides the football field. Like he one of the best attention to detail coaches I ever been around. Now, David, I know I'm about to feed the hogs on Thursday, right? I I, I know what y'all be doing down there. You know why I know? Because I'm a part of that 2000 class. Shannon Snell, I know y'all walk up in there rubbing y'all hands together, saying, "Oh my God, he got the details, bro." Talk about that. Like a lot of times. Former players dealing with current players. It's not that we don't want to, but man, they gotta protect y'all. Everybody trying to get at y'all. Talk about having a guy like Shannon who not only played the position, played at a high level, all American, highly recruited out of high school, and a guy that he don't got the lie to you. You see what I'm saying? Like, listen, man, if I'm looking at y'all play O-line, I say, oh, I guess he got the right steps. He blew the dude up. Shannon can say, no, no, David, man, you got to make sure that you bring in that second step. Talk about not just feeding y'all every Thursday or whenever they do it, but y'all really get the fellowship with a guy that walked that walked them same halls y'all did. Yeah, it's just like having somebody like that around, been that play at the highest level, excelled at the highest level. Like you really got no choice but to listen to what he say. Like we'll be he'll come out there and cook with us and he put you on the side, like man to man, man to football talk. And it's just like you don't got no choice but to listen. Like you're not gonna listen to somebody who Killed it at your position. 
never gonna make it. So like, you just take that knowledge and you, you, cause you want to be great. And like, listening to somebody like him gonna make you great. But that's what that really be about. I am being true. This is 84 reasons. No games, no gimmicks. Yes, reason. Not my reasons. His reasons. We talking David Conner. That boy went from Lithonia all the way to the Sunshine State. Now, David, I know you went to the Sunshine State for your senior year, but I hope you be letting them. I know you said, look, mama, I, I got to go down here with this competition. But please don't let them Florida boys think that they high school football is better than Georgia football. Now, we play some good football in GA, too, now. So, most of most of now, David, man, when you when I when I see you, man, I see a young man who's 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 ahead of his time. You said, look, Florida was my dream school, right? Or the school I wanted. Previous coach staff got fired. So I'm sitting there like, all right, I know I got Maryland and other schools coming at me, but no, dude. I want to play for this school. What is it like though, really getting that call? Because like you said, for them three weeks, you think your mind probably Thought everything in the world for the three were like, dude, ain't nobody hit my line. Is it something I did? Is it something I said? What does a young man like you go through when you saying, bruh, at the end of the day, I still chose y'all first now. Like, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to do with a guy getting fired. I could have picked this school if y'all going to do that. Talk about just like how crazy recruiting really is for people who think recruiting is just this easy walking the park. Yeah, like, recruitment crazy because, like, like, Let's take it back like June when my stuff like really started hitting up. I started popping out of these camps, just showing what I can do and dominating. And like I ain't had like the recruitment from ninth grade to twelfth grade where I could just tell coaches throughout the throughout the years, like, nah, I ain't coming. Like I'm talking 10, 15 coaches a day building relationships. And like um and it's just like a crazy like once you commit and all that just stop. And then like like when I committed. Coaches thought hit me up. Like, probably like two schools hit me up. And, like once the coaches got fired, everybody started coming. Like schools from all around that I ain't never even thought, never even talked to. So it's just like, and like being committed and like your coach getting fired. Like if you you committed, you done build a relationship with all these coaches, and then like it's it's go time. It's time to go to school, and they gone. So it's like, do I wanna do I wanna do this with somebody else? New at this same school that I want to go across the country. And it's just, it was just, it was a lot at that one time. Like, but like once the coaches like got fired, I probably had 10, 15 coaches at my school every week trying to come get me to come to their school. So it really just, it, it's, it's a great process, but I would not say like one bit is easy. Like nothing, nothing easy about that. Talking with David Conner, offensive lineman. For the University of Florida, don't put, don't give me no offensive tackle, offensive guard center. If they, wherever they need me, I'm there. Think yeah, about yeah. this though. Think about this though, uh, David. All right, you in high school, you're gonna usually be the biggest dude, one of the biggest guys on the team. You know, six five, six six. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, you get to college. There goes Javon Dexter. He look at you in the face. You thinking, wait a minute, what was this? You play? Oh, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, uh, I'm at a uh, D tackle. You thinking what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. D-Tap is supposed to be 6'1", 6'2". Dude, yeah. you talking to me, bro. Talk, talk about the level of competition, because I don't think people understand. You be like, bro, when they say the best players in the country are on my team, I'm going up against all SEC, all-American D-Tap. So I'm going up against, you know, uh, all all SEC, all I mean, all uh, American type, you know, uh, outside linebackers. You know, when you start... Talk about the level of competition that you say, bro. Ain't no crash course. Ain't no, 
All right, David, man, we're going to get you acclimated. No, we're going to blow the whistle. We're going to go out there. We're going to go through individual, and we're going straight to one-on-one pass rush. Like, once you get, like, you a 6'6 offense alignment, and, like, you get in a 6'6 defense alignment in front of you that's not just big and strong. He fast, can move, like, that's crazy. Like, you really got to be on top of your jump to compete with that at the highest level. What has been the hardest? What has been the hardest? Oh, what, I don't even want to say hard, but what has been the biggest transition? Because a lot of times, man, you know, you go to, you go, yeah, you're one of the best players, but you at the University of Florida. Now, how, what has been the biggest transition for you? Really just going to, like, going from the man at your high school to just another man at the, like, are you really, are you coming from being on top, like, being a, being the boss at your school, then you just somebody else on the team. Now you got to do that all over like you were a freshman in high school. But it just, I'm ready for it, though. And it's just like, it don't slow down. Like, you had your time to, you had your time to figure out everything, but it, they don't slow down for you. So you just got to stay on top of your game, be ready, and go handle business. When did you know that you belong? You know how it happens in practice. Something will happen. They'll put you in front of somebody, and you're like, "Look, man, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still one of the youngest on the team. Y'all boys been here two, two, three years of college compared to a guy that just got there. They might as well have been there ten years. But what, 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 what happened in practice or something that made you go, okay, I, I, I belong here. I, I, I think I could be one of those guys. I ain't gonna say too much. I ain't gonna say no names. We was, we was, we was doing team, and yeah, David, like, like, listen, I love my teammates. I'm not going to, he know what happened. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that because he's going to think I'm trying to, I ain't trying to clown you in front of, you know, in front of Ben. I, I get that. See, now that's my, see, see, all right, for, for, the, for you listeners out here, what he just did is shows you, hey, I protect the locker room. I, y'all didn't see the film, but if he, but if he feel a certain type way about it, we can go watch it together. Like, no, you didn't slip. No, 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 no. I just got underneath you. And I yeah. said, come on, you are too young to be in this club, young man. I'm 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 checking IDs at the door. I gotta escort you out. All right. What what how have you have you dealt with anything? Because you know, we are, you know, this is an 84 reason with you know Gators Collective with Ryan and, and Jen. How has that been? Because name and image like this, people heard about it. They hear NIL, name and image like how am I gonna make some money? How has that transition been being with Gators Collective? And do you like it, not like it? How you how you dealing with that? No, I, I actually love it. Like, you know, a long time, for a long time, college football players, they'll just be out here playing. Like, they couldn't get no money for what they was doing. And they the ones who be bringing in all the money, you know, to the school. But they couldn't do nothing for themselves. And now you now you to the point where, like, you can just do stuff like this. Hop on an interview, talk to somebody, and, like, just, just express yourself. Like, let people know who you are, what you do. And then, like... That come back to you and you can profit from that. So it's just like a real good experience. And then being with like get a collective and like they set they set you up with all these people and so many different opportunities. It's just like you can't go wrong with them. But like NIL, that's a great thing to happen in college. You say they set you up with all these different people. Obviously, you come to a place like Florida, big time football, SEC. I mean, the, I mean, it's already built in the platform, the product, boom. But then you get on here, you saying, "Bro, this NIL stuff. I this is what I really got to learn. Like, bro, I've been I've been blocking guys my whole life. I, I get that part. I get I got to learn the blocking techniques. I got to learn the scheme. I got to learn yeah. the concept. 
But when it comes to NILs, you saying, look, I didn't I didn't really understand this branding thing. Like David Connor, the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning people gonna know me without my helmet up. Yeah. But I live in Florida, home of the dreadhead. Yeah, but they're gonna know you when they see you. Talk about them seeing you as a brand as well as a person. Cause what you doing now, David, you making sure that people root for the person who just happens to be a football player. Yeah, like what I gotta say about that one is, you know, a lot of people know me on the field, but like that's all they know. Like they know me throwing people around, manhandling folks, but like it ain't nothing like that out the field. Like nice kid, you know. I wanna say nice. You know, I ain't I ain't that. Like I ain't the same person I am on the field, off the field. And then like I just like love stuff like this. I get to express myself and like tell folks and like let them know see the real me and not just me with a helmet on. Uh, that's just a real great experience being able to do that. What would you say to your family? A lot of times you seem to have a very supportive family. I don't know. I don't know too many families that, you know, you live in one place. I don't know how long. I don't know if you're born and raised in Lathon, you're Atlanta. And you say, man, I want to go to here. Huh? 15 years. 15 years. So then you go to, then you go to Deerfield. Talk about having, talk about having a strong family structure to be able to say, look, man, y'all, I told y'all something I needed. Y'all believed in it. Y'all got me down there, and here's the proof. Yeah, it was really just like, you know, my mama had her, like, doubts about it. She, like, that's getting up, sending you to a whole other state. And then, like, me and her, like, we had our talk, and I'm like, it's going to pay off. Like, I said, I promise we ain't going to do this for no reason. I said, I promise, like, I'm going to go down there, I'm going to make it happen, and you ain't going to have to pay for nothing no more. I told her that, and then, like, being able to fulfill that and just do it, just like really a dream come true. Like she put the trust in me, like my dad, my stepdad, my grandparent, like they trusted me. I told them what I wanted to do and I told them what I was going to do and I did it and I did it. So like being able to have that support system, like even if I didn't like, say I didn't get the full ride scholarship, all the schools, like I'm sure they still would have like supported me to like taking that big step and trying. So, like being able to have somebody behind you that can push you like, that's just heaven. That's just great. David Connor, offensive lineman. Whatever you need me on the old line, man. Just give me a number, man, in the jersey. I'm good. I don't need all that cute stuff. Yes, I manhandle people on the field, but I'm a people person off the field. From life throwing you to dead field. If you don't like it, you don't got to like it, man. You're gonna get it, you're gonna get with it, you're gonna get lost. David, you are one of them ones, you at the University of Florida. I'm not going to mention those other schools in the state because it don't matter right now. We know where they at. They on the panhandle. They in South Florida. They in Central Florida. That You were at the flagship university. You were at the University of Florida in uh, 2022. Every player that played football in the state of Florida, Georgia, they want to be where you at. Man, what is that feeling like? Because I know you do it every day, so you can get used to it. Then you do an event, and the fans over the hyperventilate, like, oh, my God. It's like, you know, because you who people, 85, 95,000 people, man, packing the swamp. Man, what does it feel like, man, to be a Florida Gator man, to know that I don't got to, I don't got to wonder what it's like. I'm, you know, I'm living it. It's just like seeing, like, so many people from, like, the high school I was first at, like, seeing great people who wanted to play at the next level don't do it. And, like, me coming up and sometimes thinking, like, I'm going to end up like that and I'm going to just be a high school football player and be done. 
like me taking the next step, going to one of the most prestigious schools in the nation, one of the best schools in the nation. It's just really like a dream come true. Like, and it's a great feeling, like getting around fans, like people just know who you are like, without you even talking to them. And like being a role model to the youth, like you got kids coming up to you, telling them how they look up to you and stuff. It's just really like a great feeling being a role model like that. Now I saw a video of you. I'm not. I'm not gonna mention that young man. He got a family. You know, he was coming off the edge, and you got your hands on him, and you just were like, no. Once again, young man, you ain't old enough to be in this club. We carding at the door. Something about the fire is always inside you or something. Man, how would you describe your how would you describe your blocking style? Because every everybody has one, right? Like some guys, great run blockers, some guys are better pass blockers. You seem to be a jack of many trades. How would you describe yourself as a as a as an offensive lineman? I feel like I feel like I'm a great pass blocker. But like I'm a great run blocker when it comes to the second level. Like when it comes to like, when it comes to getting out and running, going to a linebacker, like I'm going to take his head off every time. And then, like, when it comes to pass blocking, like, like not too many people. You ain't going to beat me, like, you ain't going to beat me running on the edge. You ain't going to beat me trying to bull rush me. And when I get my hands on you, I'm going to maul you. So it's just, like, that's what I am, like. I want to put you in the dirt every single play. Like, it's just so much built that animosity, like, so many <laughs> folks told me I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. Talk about it. You couldn't do it. And then so like, I'm like, now I got to show you I can do it. And like, whoever just in front of me, feel bad for them because I got to take it out on them. Speak on that a little bit, though, because I don't think people understand with the, with the, with the, with the uh, emergence of social media. You know, you got so much access now. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you know, you name it, they got it. And everybody got an opinion. Everybody got them 280. Man, I remember him when he was at Lathony. He wasn't that good. I saw him at Deerfield Beach yet. You go, no, man, I'm in 8A. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many classifications there is in Florida. That sounds like we in the playoffs, bro. So I, did, I I used to be in Georgia. Now I'm here. Do you let those people fuel you? Because you do know, David, it's too many of them. Now you can't, you ain't going to please them all. Every For every time you pancake somebody, they're going to say, well, yeah, he all right. How, how do you use uh, the naysayers as fuel? It was just like, like me, like, cause it was like once I started landing, getting me, like maybe it ain't right, maybe I'm not good enough, and like once I, one like it was one game, like, no, the first game, first game at Deerfield Beach, I went against Great End, his name, his name Francois, he was committed to him, and then like once I played him, I was just like, yeah, I can do this on the next level. Like that, that my that my dog. He we we went at it, but I'm just like, yeah, I can do this. And then like throughout that whole year, me just mauling folks, and I'm just like, but like what? Like I ain't gonna say I just tune everything out, cause like say you just open your phone, somebody talking smack, like David coming out that good. Like sometimes it's gonna get to you, and then like that just make you all right. Next week now I gotta show him I'm great, not just good. I'm great, and then put the film out, tag them type stuff. You feel me? Like, it just, you got to show you a dog for real. And like, but yeah, I, I ain't never going to say, I ain't never going to say the trash talk from like fans, people on social media don't get to you because it do. Like, ain't no, I'm nobody, I'm sure nobody can say that it don't get to them. But like seeing folks just say, you not good. Uh -huh. like, that's going to get to you and it's going to, it's going to turn you to a beast. It turned me to a beast. I don't know about anybody else. He is David Connor, a beast.
a gremlin, a goblin, whatever you want to call him, man, just don't stand in front of him. This is 84 Reasons. I am being truth. No games, no gimmicks, just reasons, his reasons. What do football mean to you, David? Because a lot of times, I mean, you got the size, you got the ability, you got the talent, you got the platform. When I played football, football was my escape, man. I could, man, all that stuff happening out there that, that's got my mind all flustered. When I get out there on the field, when I put, it's like I put that 84 on, I get to turn to somebody different. I get to be like, bruh, this is it. What do football mean to you, though? Obviously, it's, it's taking you where, so far, it's taking you everywhere you want to go from Georgia, Deerfield, now Gainesville. When you out there on that field, man, what, is, what does it mean to you? It just mean it means everything to me for real. Cause like, you know, I've been doing this since I was like six, seven years old. And like being able to just keep doing year after year, level after level, it's like you don't want to stop till you at the top. And it's just like I ain't I ain't put all this work in for the last 10, 15, 10 years for no reason. Like it's gonna come show, it's gonna pay off. And then like it just I don't have my feeling on my back. But like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sit out here in front. Like I came from a bad family. Like I ain't never worried about no bills. I mean, lights was always on. But like I don't want mama have to pay for nothing no more. Like she always paid the bills, made sure everything was on. I don't want to do nothing no more. But like that just, that just pushed me to like want to go to the top. David, the offensive line position at the University of Florida is prestigious, man. I'm just, I mean, there's just too many names, man. I mean, Mike Pearson. Uh, you you talk about Lomas Brown. I mean the Pouncy Twins. Yeah. I mean it, it just. I mean Max Stark, Shannon Snell. You by you a part of that legacy? Not gonna be a part of it. You a part of that legacy? When people talk about big shoes to fill in Florida, but you an old lineman at Florida, man, what is it like? You know what I'm saying? Having being a part of that great old line legacy for the Orange and Blue. Uh, it just make you want to continue it. Like you see all the greats that came before you. Like, it don't give you no choice. But to be one of the greats too, well, you wanna, like, it's just plat, it's just wall that all the great offensive linemen at from the University of Florida. Like when you see that, it just put a, it just put a fire in your head. Like I gotta be on that list, I gotta be on that wall. And then like, I just, I wanna make the best impression. Like I wanna leave the best legacy ever at the University of Florida being an offensive lineman. Like, that's what I plan on doing too. All right, David, man, before I let you up out of here, you keep talking about your mom, talking about your dad, talking about your stepdad, talking about your grandparents, talking about your... Man, what would you say to your folks? Because a lot of times, we don't see the sacrifices they made for us. They, we see, hey, okay, yeah, I met David, he, he go to Florida, but they don't know the sacrifices. You keep on talking about your mom. I don't want to have to pay for nothing, man. It's going, I'm going to put her on my put my family on my back. You know, you got this, you know, you got you got the floor, man. What would you they they gonna see this? Hopefully you're gonna make sure they see this. What would you say to your people? Not just your mom, but what would you what do you say to your people, man, that made sure David, you know what I'm saying, David kind of dreams came to the forefront? It just thank you for supporting me. Like my mom, my dad, everybody, my stepdad, my grandparents. Like, thank you for putting in the time. Like in the days my mom couldn't take me to work because she was busy. I mean, practice because she was busy. Y'all came and got me. Y'all made sure I got the. Say my mama didn't have no money. Say my mama didn't have some money, even though I, I would never know if she didn't have no money. But say she didn't have something, my folks made sure I, I got everything I needed. Like I couldn't even sit out here and say she didn't have nothing. Cause shoot, I she just she made it happen all the time. Like my grandma, she ain't never told me no anything I asked her for. Like 
And I just want to, like, repay them. Like, anything. Like, my mother ain't never told me no, for real. Like, I don't want to never tell her no. I don't want to never tell my grandma no. Get them anything they want, everything they want. And then, like, my dad, like, my dad got sick, like, when I was first grade. Like, and he, he ain't been the same since, for real. And, like, he ain't never seen me play football, for real. Like, he ain't never been to a game. And so like that just made me that just made me keep going. Like I'm like, I ain't gonna stop till my pop can see me play. Either he at the game or he don't see me on TV. That just made me go harder than hard. So like that just put that fight in. I just wanna say thank you to all y'all though. Mama, grandma, dad, stepdad, life on you, Deerfield, Gainesville. For those of you who don't know, that that's David Connor. Office lineman for them Florida Gators. If you ain't a Gator, it don't matter anyway. I am being yeah. true former Gator. Talking to the next up. This is 84 reasons. No games, no gimmicks. This reason, not my reasons. Date the reasons. If he put these on you, you got to go where he make you go. It don't matter at that point. Because once he put these, what? A wise man once said, when I put them paws on you, I'm going to show you what it is. David, yeah. I can do this all day, as you can see, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Tell all your homies, man, that ain't came through. Say, listen, come through with Troop, man. Troop is cool as a fan. I'm like Shannon, except I ain't cooking nothing. I'm going to just chop it up with you. I got you.